In the times that we've been with you, we have been looking at some of the miracles that the Lord has performed during his earthly ministry and trying to look at them from a spiritual context too because every miracle that the Lord did, he's sharing with us what he must do for us spiritually. We looked at a man that was raised from the dead. Jesus Christ, the Godhead, must raise us from the spiritual dead. He must heal us, all the spiritual healing that we get. We can't do it ourselves. So he's the only one that we find can do that. And today we're going to be in the book of Luke chapter 4. The book of Luke chapter 4. And we're just going to read a few verses and make a few comments here about the ministry of the Lord Jesus, his great work of grace in dealing with people during his personal ministry. Now, we, we find so often that the Lord never took one step unless it was on purpose. He never went anywhere that he said, I wonder why I'm here. He never did anything wondering why I did that. And he never said a word say, and afterwards says, I wonder why I said that. He spoke the truth. He did everything according to his own purpose, his own purpose of grace. Every person he visited with was on purpose. It was not by mistake. And we find that the Lord's life and the life of other people intersected because that's what God intended to do. The scriptures tell us in the book of Ephesians that he worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So when we watch Jesus Christ doing his ministry, he's performing it exactly like he had determined it before the foundation of the world. And he is going to visit exactly who he intended to visit before the foundation of the world. He is a God from everlasting to everlasting. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God from everlasting to everlasting. And we cannot explain the Godhead, but the scriptures teach us enough about it, we believe it. That's what we must believe. All right, in the book of Luke chapter 4, and in verse 31, the scriptures tell us, And came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. Now, the Lord Jesus was raised in a Jewish household, and he knew the Jewish rules and regulations, the Jewish law. He knew the Jewish Bible. Why? Because he had it written. The holy, holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So all the Old Testament was given by inspiration of God, and he being God gave it. The Holy Spirit gave it. Father gave it. Gave us the word as we have it. And he came down and he taught in the Sabbath days. Now, that's when they met. The Jews met it on the Sabbath. Now, we call it Saturday, but it was on the Sabbath day, and there he was. And then in verse 32, he did something that the scribes and Pharisees were unable to do. Most of their ministry, most of their preaching was just rote preaching. They memorized something. They just read it verbatim. It didn't mean anything to them. It hadn't got their heart. You know, in order to say something effectually, it has to be in your heart. And the Lord Jesus was speaking from the heart. And the Pharisees and the scribes very seldom spoke anything other than just rote memory work. Well, it tells us here that when he spoke, they were astonished at his teaching. They were astonished at his doctrine. They were astonished at his preaching. They were astonished. This was so different than they were used to hearing. 
This was just not a normal preacher preaching. This was someone very special. This is someone that had a heart in the ministry. He had a heart of belief. He knew what he was teaching about and preaching about. And so they said there, for his word was with power. That is such a wonderful statement to read in the Bible that the word of God has power behind it. You know, our ministry is to preach the gospel and then the power of that word and the Holy Spirit, God works a work of grace. We cannot produce birth. It must come from God. We can't do it physically, not alone spiritually. So he must do that. But the seed is the word and it is a powerful word. You know, by the word of God, he created the heavens and the earth. That's astonishing. I can't create anything. I can't speak anything into existence. But the God of heaven created the heavens and the earth, and the God of heaven made our first parents. The God of heaven gave us the word, and it's, his word is powerful, quick and powerful, living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. So he says here, they noticed that. This is different than they had had in their Sunday school class the Sunday before or the Saturday before. This is someone who speaks with power and with authority. You know why? He believed it. He believed his word. And the Pharisees didn't believe the word. They said, we are of our father Abraham, and that is sufficient. And Jesus told them, if you were of your father Abraham, you would hear me. For Abraham saw my day and was glad. And they got around and says, how in the world can this happen? Because Abraham lived so long ago, and he's only 32 or 3 years old. How can that happen? They didn't know that this is the eternal God in their presence, the eternal Son of God. So he spoke with power, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue there was a man which had an un, a spirit of an unclean devil, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone that, uh, that have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth. Isn't that interesting that the demons even knew who he was? They knew more about him than most people did. Most people didn't even know Jesus and Jesus. But these demons knew who he was. He was Jesus of Nazareth. Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee that thou art the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him and missed and came out of him and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this, for with authority and power he commandeth the unclean spirits, and they came out. And the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about, and he arose out of the synagogue. Now this is the part we would like to use today's uh, lesson and message, verses 38 and 39. He's done so much already. They've heard him preach with power, with authority. He took an unclean spirit that identified him as Jesus of Nazareth, and he commanded him to come out, and he came out. Now, I don't understand all I know about that, but I know this, Jesus did it well. He performed that well. He, he cast out that demon well. It was not, I hope I can do this, or maybe I can do this, but he commanded him, and it happened. That's God. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. He, by command, does his work. He, by command, performs his ministry. Now, he enters into one of his disciples' homes. And in that home is a lady that has a fever. And this lady is related by marriage to Peter. It tells us there, he, uh, 
He arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house, into Simon Peter's house. Somewhere close there, this is the house of Simon Peter. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a fever. Now, in, the, in my translation, it says great fever. This is not just one of those run-of-the-mills we're going to have it seven days or five days or two days and it's going to be over with. This is a great fever. That means it's a high fever. That means she is incapacitated by this fever. She is in her bed incapacitated. She is unable to take care of herself. She's unable. And I can just see in my mind's eye at least that they call for a doctor to come in and take a look at her. And he said, you know, there's just not much I can do about it because she has a fever that I just cannot break. I'm sure they put cold rags on her forehead. I'm sure they had her everything that they knew how to do. But the fever was there. It was a high fever. And she was very sick as a result of this. And she could not get out of the mess she was in. Where she got this fever, it doesn't tell us. I know where I inherited my sin nature from. Adam. That's who I inherited my sin nature from. In Adam, all died. That's what we read in the book of Romans. In Adam, all died. So I know where I got that. I got that bad fever from Adam. He passed it on to me. And I passed it on to my children. And it's something I can't get out of the mess I'm in by myself. I can't pray out of it. I can't get baptized out of it. I cannot go to church. I can't do anything to get out of this mess. It takes an act of God to get me out of this mess I'm in. Just like it did here. He wasn't there by mistake. He was there on purpose. He was there in this room with Peter's mother-in-law on purpose. He was going to demonstrate another activity that Almighty God can do. Now, the scriptures tell us in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And then it tells us that that Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as the glory of the only begotten Son of God. Here is God in the flesh. Now, He's not part God and part man. He's 100% God and 100% man, and I can't explain it. God doesn't have to go into that. You know, when we have the word of God given in Genesis 1.1, it says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. He doesn't go through 10 chapters explaining who he is and how he did it. He just does it. That's the wonderful thing about God. All powerful. All powerful. Well, he's going to demonstrate that right here. He's going to deal with the health of a woman who has a great fever. And it tells us there, and, uh, and they besought him for her. You know, her family was concerned. Her family was concerned about her. If this continued, you, we know the end. If this continued, she would pass. Now, every one of us has an appointed day to do that. It is appointed unto man once to die and after that the judgment. That's it. That's what the Bible has to say about the whole issue. Now, we're going to prolong it as long as we can, but there is a day. We must be prepared for that day. And only one can prepare us for that day, and that is God. All right, it tells us here, they were concerned, they besought him how merciful he is at this point, because he heard them, and then it tells us in verse 39, and he stood over her. 
Well, he went over to the problem. You know, most of us today, if we're in that situation, is, oh, don't, don't get close. Don't get close. You'll get that fever. Mm. You know, I have a friend that got COVID, and we were being warned not to get too close. We didn't want COVID. You know, that's, that's just what happens. Don't get too close. We have ICUs in the hospitals for people that are really sick and they don't want other people around us. Well, the Lord Jesus is not going to be affected by this. Did you know what? Lord Jesus never had a cold in his life. Never had a pimple. He was the perfect son of God. He was an example of what man was. And he came over there and it says there, he stood over her and he did something that everybody else wished they could have done, but they couldn't. Rebuked the fever. You know what that means? Gone. Leave. That's the power of God to deal with that. And you know, only God can do that. Only God can perform a miracle like that. And only God can do that for us spiritually. Be healed. <laughs> Raised from the dead. That's only God can do that. So it says here that there was there. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. Now, a lot of times I've had fevers. I've known people have had fevers. And it's up, oh, 100, 102. And the next day, as it starts to drop, it's 100. And the next day, it's down to 99. And, and you know, it goes off slowly. It's wonderful when we read about the Lord God Almighty doing his work instantly. Gone. As if it had never been there. And the next thing she does, she doesn't linger in bed for a long time trying to recover from this sickness, from this fever. It says, it left her and immediately she arose and ministered unto them. What a delight. She knew that somebody with great power had done something for her because the next thing she's doing, she's showing thanksgiving by ministering unto them. What's that mean? Can I get you a cup of cold water? <laughs> Can I get you a meal? Whatever it was. But instantly, immediately, the fever had left her and she was in a state that she hadn't been in for some time. And she was up and at him. She arose and ministered unto them. You know what we can see here? The same things that we just read about him and his word. With power, he spoke. With authority, he spoke. And right now, he demonstrates that power and that authority. He comes up to a person that is maybe on death's bed. And with authority, with power, this God speaks. And instantly, immediately, the fever is gone. And she is able to get up and minister. She doesn't have to go through a long period of recuperation. That's what the Lord does for his people. Now, he may not do that for us today in a, in a physical sense, but he is great at doing that in a spiritual sense. He is great in raising his people from spiritual sickness, spiritual death, spiritual problems. Spirit, this is, he's the only one that can deal with it. He's the only one that can lift us up. I like what David said. I was in a horrible pit. And the Bible tells us that's a pretty, pretty horrible place. He lifted me out of a horrible pit and set my feet on a solid rock 
and establish my goings. Where it was, what is that rock? He puts us in Christ. He established our goings. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which he hath before ordained that we should walk in them. And then he said he put a new song in our heart, a song to rejoice in the grace of Almighty God. What a blessing God gives his people when he brings them out of the spiritual condition that we are in through Adam. He stood over her, thank the Lord. Rebuked the fever, it left her, and immediately she arose and ministered unto them. I was 35 years old before I heard the message that Jesus delivers people from sin. 35. I was a preacher at the same time. Didn't know the first thing about the gospel. I'm so thankful that God intersected me with somebody who knew something about the Bible and preached to me the gospel. And by that, God raised me from the spiritual dead. And I saw him like I had never, ever seen him before. I knew something about him. I knew he's a historical figure, but now I know him. I know him. So what a joy. He stood over her, rebuked the fever. It left her and immediately she arose and ministered unto them. That's God doing his business. And we thank him for it. Mike, would you come and close and lead us in a closing hymn and we'll have prayer.